Who's Colin? The person we're talking to. He's my... Remember how we talked about interviewing our ex-boyfriend and you said that it was creepy? Well, we're going to do that tonight. Colin is my first... He's my friend and he's my first polyamory partner. And then we broke up because we fought all the time. But we're still really good friends. Don't you still fight all the time, too? We fight occasionally, but not as much. And it's not as, like, high stakes. It's usually over really dumb shit. So what does this person... What do they do? He has the same job as me, actually. Well, I'm an editor, so I have a position over him. But we just, like, write. Like, we're writers. And he has a... The same place? What? Same place? Yeah, we both work for Publishers Clearing (laughs) Oh. Okay. Well, we were working for this... California company called Topics, but it got bought by Publishers Clearinghouse. Do they pay you with big checks that they bring to your house? I wish, uh, but if you go to their office, they have the big checks like everywhere. You can like take pictures with them as props. But like now that like and think about that, like what if I was a like ever since the company got bought? Not that I was ever doing it anyway, but for the rest of my life, I can never be I can never be eligible to win. A publisher clearing house neither can anybody in my house or probably like my parents or sister either and how, like it what how does it even work like how do you join that and how, where do they get the money well from? these days it's different that you get tokens uh from like playing games or like doing search or do, telling their app or just like entering online where instead of like, like chuck e cheese <laughs> yeah something like that sounds like mechanical turks but with even less pay so what are we asking this him about? I don't. Is it what are we asking about? Like, I feel like we should prepare questions if it's an interview. All I know was he wrote that vertical for uh, Jezebel like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, and he had some minor, not minor. He had some pretty good viral success with that too. I remember because that's where. Um, did you know that they told him that his job wasn't in danger, like via text, and then called him and told him he was fired over the phone? That same day? Yeah. Maybe we should just have um, this Colin and Jennifer split up and then recant, like recount their relationship and like just cobble together. Zoom room. The, yeah. pa- the Patreon. Um, He's also my DM for the game that we play, The Legend of the Five Rings. Dungeon Master. DM. Yeah. Dungeon Master, right? Yeah, he's yeah, and he's real uh, strict. Uh, he's a stickler. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you gotta be. If you that's probably what that's man- probably the thing we fight about the most. <laughs> that's probably the thing we fight about the most is probably like that game and like things that happen in that game. I feel oh. like he's always angry. Like, I never not see him angry. He's always angry. You should just play that game. Did you DM him? How do you guys fight? Oh, I thought you said you... <laughs> oh, my God. We fucked up again. I thought, I thought you... you said you're like, no big deal. It's Twitter. This time I just forwarded in the link. I'm sorry. I thought... I, I was about, And I thought you said you were... Uh, I don't even... What's his name on Twitter? It's Eyepatch Guy. And oh. you can ask him about the origin of that. Does he have an eye patch? No. Oh. He's not Dan Crenshaw. My ex-girlfriend had to wear an eye patch for a while. I forget why. Did but... you hear? I heard something today that Dan under Dan Crenshaw's eye patch, his eye actually has like the navy symbol of whatever team that he got fucked up with, with instead of like a normal pupil. 
Yeah, he has um well he has glass eyes and he has one that has like Captain America shield too, I think. That's creepy. Yeah, he's a fucking I mean I shouldn't say that, but uh <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Put the kids down. Everybody go. I'm gonna cut Bob, that. I, I would. <laughs> you don't. You don't hear that one anymore so much. Yeah, it's just yeah. What slipped out? When it's, it sneaks up on you, it's. <laughs> uh, leave it in. Leave it in. No, no. I don't want to offend anybody. Oh uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Send me the soundbite though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about Dan Crenshaw. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, why did you and Jennifer break up? What's that? <laughs> We're just gonna lead with that. Uh, yeah, why not? Well, we're not gonna answer your summary right now. I would. I would. <laughs> New voice have... that you're hearing. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would love to have a, a, a snappy joke here, but honestly, I think it was just it was our first poly relationship, and neither of us knew what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, um, and that's kind of. That's really just the whole answer. We were we were very different people. Does it feel like like your first relationship? Like you know, like when you have your first real is it is it like one of those where you're like it's we're so inexperienced at doing this? Yeah, probably it really does. It really does. You're you're like fucking high schoolers. I also didn't like. I got married when I was twenty. I hadn't dated in general. Like Daniel was like my only real boyfriend ever. That's true. Eric Clapton said uh, when he got sober that he had no idea how to have sex anymore because he, <laughs> say he had no idea where his son was. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that uh, no, I imagine that's I bet you that's what having sex with somebody else is like after like 15 years of only having sex with one person. Like you're just like, oh, right. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was different. Yeah, you, you do kind of have to like. <laughs> You you feel like you're just like do do I still know how to do this like it's <laughs> oh wait so I don't know anything about your prior history before dating Jennifer your, it was your first poly which is it so were you married yeah um, we've been together my wife and I've been together for five years at that point I want to say okay so oh, you and Jennifer were pretty much in the same boat not not yeah. much dating experience beforehand well I mean I I had some dating experience okay. but un- unlike Unlike in Jen's case, who like Jen didn't have much dating experience because she was so young when she got married. I didn't have much dating experience because I was a fucking loser. So <laughs> I can relate to that. Story. When I started dating at 27 or 28 after breaking up with my first real girlfriend, like, yeah, being in your late 20s, learning how people date is not fun. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, tw- you started, it sounded like you started to say, uh, when I was dating at 20, and I was like, 20, man, no. you were so far ahead of me. My first real girlfriend was 22. So. Yeah, I was 21, actually. Or, yeah, I think so. I think I was, I was 21, and then that even wasn't that long. Like, the, the first time I had a relationship that lasted longer than a year was with my wife. So <laughs> I had my first child at 22. <laughs> yeah well i don't remember what i was thinking um <laughs> so wait jennifer said to ask about your eye patch guy things i think you've been have you been using that i remember you wrote on jezebel's vertical about food for a while that was i think that's what you were still using then too wasn't it yeah no i've had this i've had this handle on twitter since i started on twitter 
Uh, it is the stupidest and most random. No one in a million fucking years will ever guess what this is a reference to at all. It is so fucking niche. Um, and I think I've had it. So well, you're like talking to the right guys. <laughs> What? what we do is yeah. Jennifer with noise music references. Yeah, this is this is I'm like sorry, more niche than that. It is it is a reference to the 1990s Swamp Thing TV show, specifically one episode of that TV show. Like I started this fucking Twitter account as a joke, like with a couple of friends who loved that show, as like a parody thing, and then I just never changed the app. That's I, fucking. I just didn't. That's ace. That is some choice. <laughs> I enjoy it. I mean, people always think it's like there's, it. there's some like deep meaning. People are always like, "Is that why your eye patch guy?" I'm like, "No, you have no idea. It is it is so much stupider than anything you could think." Sorry. I mean, my a, my AIM account name, <laughs> right? That's what they're called, right? Yeah, yeah. Was, I would just say. It was a fucking. It was a quote from a Lenny Bruce cartoon. Oh wow! Bruce, wait, what cartoon? <laughs> Lenny oh, Bruce had cartoons. Bruce it was, it was an animated bit of uh, Lenny Bruce like doing. A thing about the Lone Ranger. What? On what? Huh. What? On what? Like Animaniacs or something? Or no, no. It was. Uh, I have it. I have it now. I I found it online a long time ago, but I I have it now on a DVD of like one of Lenny Bruce's last performances. It's like an extra. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a DVD extra. Did somebody just made this? <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, somebody. I think somebody. Somebody just made this. I don't know who animated it. It might have been a professional thing. I think it. I think it was probably. My guess would be it was animated like in the seventies, uh, like around the time of like midnight, like like drive like midnight cartoon like uh, theaters were playing like. Uh, oh, so like a short like the like Godzilla stomping on Bambi sort of thing. Uh, yeah, like Bambi versus Godzilla, or like oh, yeah, like, Habit Habit, where like Bugs Bunny is a uh, is a is is on dope, um, <laughs> like like or Quasi at the Quackadero, like one of those. I think it was. I I assume it's one of those. I don't think it was like. From like Fleischer Studios or something. Okay, I love that random ass obscure shit. Yeah, it's the best. Well, I mean, you would have liked our last guest who uh, wrote fan fiction about an obscure '80s cartoon called The Get Along Gang that was based on the line of greeting cards. Oh wow! He wrote fan fiction about them in high school doing drugs and being trans and gay and making. I mean, music. <laughs> that sounds like a way more interesting version of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she would say. I haven't seen the show. I have no idea how. I haven't either. I, I'm just saying. It sounds like it would be more interesting than whatever the fuck was actually going on. Yeah. Have you considered writing fan fiction about Swamp Thing? <laughs> uh, I think I've only seen like two episodes. I literally, my friend just showed me this episode, and then Didn't we just Alan sort of... Moore do that at some point. What? Didn't Alan Moore do Swamp Thing fan fiction? He I guess have. they technically call it writing the comic, but what you know. <laughs> I just I don't know. have you have you guys ever seen this show like do you know what, what the, it is no they, the live action they blew their entire budget on the costume for oh, so, oh, the so like the costume actually looks amazing for 1992 or whatever the hell this thing aired oh. and everything else looks like a shrieking toilet fire it ah. is it is this this like it's so out of place and it is the most random just whack boots. There, there's a kid who's like Swamp Thing's sidekick for the first season. At the end of the first season, he gets sold into white slavery. <laughs> and like, he's never heard from again in the show. Hit by the mob. <laughs> something like that. It's just, there's there's a lot of weird shit on this show. And there's this one character in this one episode who's never named, 
He has an eye patch on. He's like the bad guys, the, the main recurring bad guys assistant. He, it's never addressed. Oh, you're new here. He disappears after the episode and is never mentioned again. Which episode is it? We could put it on while we talk. Oh God. I don't remember. Um, I really don't remember. Let me see if uh, I can find Swamp Thing. Holy shit, don't. there are 70, 72 episodes of this. That show yeah, yeah, ran like three seasons. I thought it was like a fucking like eight episodes and they canned it. That's insane. Nope. They blew all their budget on the costume, but they ran for three seasons? It was on the USA Network. Was this uh, part of like, uh, what's Night Flight or something? Is that where they aired Monk? No. <laughs> like a decade later. <laughs> <laughs> same, 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 same uh, channel though. Well, yeah, but I, this what, does that have to be like Nightflight, right? Or not? Yeah. I thought Nightflight was just NBC. No, that was at USA. I think it says oh. one thing was one was, was at one time USA Network's top rated show, despite being <laughs> subject to mixed or poor reception. Sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking it's of fucking Nightfall. terrible. I'm thinking of Nightfall. <laughs> no one involved in the show ever did anything again. Oh like man, the, the manos, so the hands of the, fate. Of... This is a career killer. I got it. I got to scope this now. It's on it <laughs> Um. So wait, how'd you get? You, you you never got into this show. You just saw the two episodes. No, a friend of mine who I was just hanging out, and she was she had been telling me about the show, and we just watched a few episodes of it because I mean, I like this was before. But I don't know if this thing's on Tubi now. That didn't exist then, so I didn't have access to it anywhere other than her DVDs, but. She showed me one episode and I was like, I have to see more of this ridiculous fucking bullshit. And I think, I, I think I've seen two or three other episodes, something like four total. I um, do miss that back in the day when like you had to find the random ass DVD of Suncoast video or else yeah. like be on some porn tracker. I genuinely don't know where she got the DVDs of the show. I'm honestly amazed that they even made them. I used to uh, love finding this stuff. Like uh, there was a website called MySpleen and you could find stuff like Robert Siegel and Conan O'Brien created a pilot for like a detective show with Adam West at one point that never got aired. <laughs> um, awesome. And Oswald and Brian Posehn had a, had a pilot where they were, uh, where they uh, were uh, comic book store owners or something that never aired. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, did you, uh, I, I remember watching, uh, I think I, I saw, I saw this more recently, but the fucking uh, the Coneheads TV pilot, Oh really? I don't know if you've seen that. No, no. Did I have no. Dan Aykroyd? No, of course not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was it was some it was some fucking schlub. I think actually it could have been Dan Aykroyd. I can't remember, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was animated. Animated. It was animated. I think. Was it in the '90s? It was def. Yeah, it was Square. Like I think it was like Square in the '90s. Okay, yeah, because that was a time when they were doing like uh, what was it like uh, Ace Ventura and. Uh, Oh man, the mask cartoon was fucking choice. Oh I god, I forgot. Yeah, the Men did in Black cartoon was stuff. fucking awesome. I never really did the uh, Dumb and Dumber as well. Yeah, I was I, I was a one I was this fucking Saturday morning cartoon kid. My I, had, was I, I had the system where like I would I would watch uh, Kids WB downstairs and I would run upstairs to uh, record <laughs> Fox on a different TV. Fox Kids. <laughs> Yeah. I I loved the Ghostbusters cartoon. That was my favorite. With the guy that in was a good one. Holy that was fuck. a good fucking cartoon. Yeah, it's it had it it had its own drink. 
It did. Ecto-Cooler. I drank a lot of Ecto-Cooler as a child. What the yeah. fuck was Ecto-Cooler? It's it a high C. Green high C. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Like juice box, but instead of a fruit on the on the box, it had Slimer. <laughs> and it was, I think it was, it was green when you drank it. It was. I don't remember what it tasted like. I feel like it just tasted like warm Mountain Dew, even if it was even when it was cold. But <laughs> it was Mountain Dew is just orange juice. It tasted like green. Yeah, man. Yeah, pretty much. Kids my age, the kids my kids' age have no idea what it's like to grow up in the '90s and to just like have access to any sugary drink you want constantly. Any sugar, like just sugar, like yeah, like, uh, like before they they said like yeah, you can't advertise. <laughs> like sugar to kids anymore like this is like this is this has got to stop I, did, I, did, did any of your parents buy you guys giant pixie sticks because my mom bought those no i my mom bought I, me I, anything no. I, like, my mom my mom was uh in nursing school so she didn't but i would take them anyway <laughs> um yeah holy fucking hell like that that's that's a gateway drug yeah. That's like coke. It's like cocaine for children. It really yeah. is. Children oh, literally God. sniffed it in my school. I literally sniffed it. I sniffed <laughs> it too. Like not just pixie sticks. I'm talking about the giant ones. I'm talking about the ones that are this long. I've only seen those at Five Below. I think I don't remember seeing them like yeah. as a kid. They used to yeah. sell them at Costco because that's where you my mom's Sam's Club. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking like uh, you beer bong it and <laughs> drink it all down, and then you would hit each other with it. Yep. Yep. Uh, size of a fucking like give, a, give kids a bunch of sugar and they just become like violent thugs. Yeah, oh, no. nerf Yeah. You both have kids. Do they still have? I think you both do at least. No. Right. He, no. Oh, just oh. Me. Well, yeah. does anyone know? Like, do do this? Do, what were those giant inflatable uh things that you each other? Is that what they're called? Sock and boppers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I know those. Yo, they discontinued the fuck out of that. Yeah, no, my kids don't have that. We tried Hungry Hungry Hippo with my kids, and even that was a lot, a little bit of drama. We, they like, Wait. What they did like they do the hippos. They just like they would just like you like they would lean the hippo thing so it would kind of like bite at fingers. And like, <laughs> That's ingenious. Kids are all about the optimization now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine. I I can't oh, believe. Yeah. I can't believe we had those things. I remember I got them. My parents only got it once. Yeah. They didn't realize you had to have two pairs to actually use them, but like we inflated them and it's like, it's, it's very hard. It's like not soft. No. I remember like, I remember getting rocked by like an older yeah. cousin or something just like, because you don't know. And it's yeah. not like a, a malicious thing. It's just like, no, it's oh, so we have this thing now. We, this won't hurt a bit. Fucking yeah. like, like slug me square in the head. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that they had to change the the super soakers that were there when we were a kid. Like, cause the ones that some of the ones that we had, you could ratchet up the water pressure to the point where you could just take somebody's eye. Yeah, I, yeah. This isn't it, our generation, but I read a piece about like lawn darts. I don't know how yeah. lawn darts ever ever got like approved as like a children's toy. I don't think they had approval. When it was like it was a step. Yeah. It was like a step forward from letting your kid play with grandpa's war knife. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, here's hey, this is I'm my bayonet. Away from you. Like fucking go, go in the garden and dig it, dig shit up. 
Yeah, like they said that that like I think the first recorded death was just somebody wasn't even in, like it wasn't even like horsing around drunk or like playful like some kids. It was like somebody was just throwing you playing it like the way that the game is supposed to be played, but it like w it like went over a fence and just hit a girl right in the skull. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. I um yeah. I one time when I was a kid, these kids these kids like around the corner had gotten a. Uh, like a slingshot for water balloons where one person holds each end of it and something in the middle uh, goes into the middle and pulls it back and lets it go. And oh, I had one of those. I don't understand like who the, what those are for because like these kids, the one kid like walked back and then like laid back on the ground, let it go. The wa a fucking water balloon shattered somebody's car window. Jesus. <laughs> 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 absolutely shattered it i yeah, yeah probably um it didn't just but, go straight through and like no and it wasn't like a full i mean like it wasn't like they overfilled the water balloon or anything either like they filled it like the wrong amount where it's like half water half air and it was just it just like did it and just shattered the fucking window like I, I mean, you scatter as kids you're like fuck oh what yeah that was one of those things where like everybody around the all the parents come out from around the block and we're all gathered around and they're all talking about the kids and like it was horrible i mean people talk about kids having too much screen time now and it's just like yeah i get it but like compared to the shit the toys that we had that would literally kill us when we were children i, yeah. I, I kind of feel like screens are an improvement i kind of i i i will say like i i do kind of like the idea of toys hurting a little bit <laughs> like you get lessons like, yeah. yeah like like you know you you learn not to fucking do it. i mean like i i i didn't i never grew out of that because like i went from that to uh like skate ramps and stuff <laughs> so i was constantly getting hurt i still get hurt i still get hurt because i go I, I go out and try to do that again like yeah i just play pokemon go now so i don't and yeah. you get hurt, right? Like, <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, you're staring at the I, screen, you trip over the curb, and you fucking scrape your knee or whatever. I, just, I did get I really cold one day, but I just don't leave the apartment. And I still manage to fucking sprain my ankle all the time. <laughs> I uh, the toy that I think I got hurt the most on as a kid um, was like this. I think it was called a skip it, but you like put it around your ankle. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> skip, it, skip it. It was a mix yep. that you hung onto your ankle. Yeah. And tried to avoid. <laughs> Like, yeah, it, yeah, it was like a jump rope, but yeah. dumber. It was self-flagellation that yeah. you were like skittish about. I the one I remember the one toy that even at the time I was like, "What? Why are any of you doing this? This is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen." At the time, was Pogs. That's the one. It was like twit tiddlywinks, right? I <laughs> I had a fucking satchel of Pogs. I still have them, right? proudly, proudly had a. I had a fucking like uh i i had power ranger pogs i had glow in the dark pogs <laughs> god damn i had pogs yeah you know never... they were they were uh i remember them being like uh like prizes at like fucking like like uh like pier side arcades and stuff i don't remember how much they, how cost. they cost i don't remember ever buying any i just yeah. remember like them being there Oh, I had a bunch. Like, so I just, you I just kids collect these somehow. days? What? These, like, poppets. New poppets come into my house every day, and they trade them. I'm going to send a link, because like, I can't believe you don't know what they are. They're constantly coming to my house. And now they put poppets on fidget spinners, and they win them as, like, prizes. Whoa! Wait. Like, the oh. little... 
I'll uh, show you. They they're like plastic um, bubble wrap. And right? they yeah they keep yeah they're like plastic bubble wrap. Oh wait, they're like the things you get out of the soda bottle cap. It sounds like oh what, the 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 blue clear yeah blue. yeah. Did you, did you ever, when you were when you were a kid, did anybody ever make bracelets out of those? No, because in my in my elementary school, Fuck. in my elementary school, they would make they would they would take out the middle of that little blue thing, and then stretch it to make bracelets. And if you broke one of if you broke some of these bracelets, you were supposed to make out. Oh wow! Oh, in middle school, uh, you said. I was still uh, thinking of elementary school. I was like, no, That's no, elementary <laughs> no, this is elementary school. <laughs> Jen, I have, I have never seen anything like these. I was before. in sixth grade. Well, like, if you come to my house, I've got a bunch of grade, them. Like the sixth graders, like my my classmates were like, "You got to go break Jackie's thing." She likes what? It. Yeah. Oh. I for a second I thought you meant something else. <laughs> uh, we didn't, Jesus, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't know that that existed yet. That would yeah. be horrifying for us. So we would probably would have just stuck with our studies if we knew that that happened. <laughs> That's What's the politically point. correct term for like Indian burn now? I guess it's still Indian burn. It's, yeah, I don't know. Well, that I mean, it's not either. really exactly a politically correct action. Yeah, fuck it. I said like somebody gave me one of those ones, and I was just like, this up. is. This is yeah. the worst thing I've ever had happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you had to come up with shit to entertain yourself because when we were kids, the fucking internet didn't exist. Yeah, we would just be stuck yeah. at lunch, like without phones or anything digital except like Tamagotchis. Oh, uh, see, Tamagotchis uh, were uh, late for me. I killed the like, fuck out of my Tamagotchi. <laughs> I like I lost it, and then like I I came across it, and it was just the screen was covered in shit. You know how like they poop. Like it oh, was just wait. Like, <laughs> that much? What's that? You could poop that much? It, it like it was in all, like, every corner of the screen. I was like, I was disgusted, and it's just pixels. Like, <laughs> but it was it was fucked up, man. Like it died like Elvis. I, I never actually bought one. I just uh, I found one outside of my school one day, and it was an alien one. So I was just very excited. That's so lucky. I would have dreamed of something like that happening to me. I think I had um, a Giga Pet instead of a Tamagotchi. Oh, those well, are more advanced, popular, think, weren't they? What? I think those were a little bit more advanced. Were they? I only I wasn't able to keep up with it either, but it was really fun to have one. Yeah. Um. The thing I got into in middle and high school, a little bit in high school, was Neopets. And Brandon, I don't know if you had Neopets, but it's like I did not. I, I, the I, amount, I, the, I the amount, before. the amount of capitalism, and like specifically, like to get kids onto this website, to keep kids on the website, and to get kids to like spend real human dollars on the website was insane. Like they ended up getting sued over it, but really? like. But, like, you would get, like, a Neopet. It would be, like, the cutest fucking pet ever. But then if you didn't get on the website every day to feed it, it would be, like, you would get back on the website and it would be, like, your Neopet would be in tears. And it would be, like, your Neopet is starving to death. <laughs> and, like, if you didn't, if you let it get to a certain level of starvation, it took it, it took the pet to the pound and you would have to pay Neocoins to get it back. Oh, man. I love oh, the idea of, like, a a website just emotionally manipulating children <laughs> like yeah you did this you killed him i mean that's basically <laughs> you killed this big thing yeah. basically everything on the app store now yeah i mean now it's now it's they roblox nfts um, i feel like it's on are you afraid of the dark episode about that 
<laughs> oh god, what? that show was so good. That show was the that show was the best. What? It was terrifying. Wait, what did you think there was an episode about? Are you what's that? What did you think there was an episode of it about? Oh, like an evil like website that just manipulates children of like, here's this thing. Huh. Like, isn't it it's it's yours? Isn't it awesome? You killed it because you didn't you didn't do this thing that we said. Sounds very have... brothers grim. I kind of want to see if there if that exists now because I don't remember that. It might. But... I mean that show is very much like like the precursor to Black Mirror almost. Yeah. Like the... yeah. It was like the, the it was it was the the transition point between Twilight Zone and Black Mirror for our generation. I I, re- I think the, I remember the most unsettling thing for me about that show was that you know how it's like framed, um, like the, like they're, all the kids like meet up at the campsite. Yeah, sorry, but they're all so fucking serious. Like none of them are having fun. It's like they have to be there. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, really why scare each other? <laughs> Are you like a secret society? Like you have to do this? Like yeah, what's this going on? Like it's show. not it's not buddies telling stories. It's it's a fucking I don't know what the hell it is. I do remember oh, something being really creepy. Like that's the first time I saw Nosferatu was in the movie theater episode. Yeah, man, Canadians are fucking weird. Well, this was I wasn't even allowed age. to watch it. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch. I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. What? I I, I, I wasn't. You weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons either. I, I wasn't either. I was only allowed. I was only allowed to watch thing. the the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Oh well, yeah, especially that, 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 that was that was my my parents' priorities. Like no sexual innuendo or anything, but like like people's getting their head chopped off. That's fine. I I was allowed to watch South Park, but not The Simpsons. Me too. <laughs> I I watched a ton of South Park. My, yeah. my, we didn't have cable, so my family didn't know what it was. So I would just watch it. <laughs> And like they're like, okay, whatever. Oh, what a crap no, my mom knew what it was. Yeah, my, she my liked dad, South Park. Yeah, my dad. I was allowed to watch Run and Stimpy, pro wrestling, or Simpsons, but I could watch uh, South Park and like Saturday Night Live and stuff. Jesus, I think we had the same parents. <laughs> I had the exact same things. Yeah, it never. Made, it was just, I think, just the culture. It was just like yeah. what was being condemned the hardest. Yeah, I guess because like Run and Stimpy just, I guess, looked grotesque. Yeah, yeah, that was really. Like, it was just I I don't I don't know if they ever processed like okay is this material suitable it was just like that doesn't look right like no <laughs> like I mean that, that, that looks kind of cutesy and and sh- like how bad could it be I, I think Ren and Stimpy like did inform a lot of my like a lot of those Nickelodeon cartoons like that did inform a lot of my like interests and tastes like because they were so like that and like Tim Burton films were just so disturbing and odd like rock has modern life yeah yes yeah the the kind of like the the reaction to the 80s that happened in the 90s was pretty insane like i think it happens across across the board too that's interesting it's like everything gets paler or more demented what's that (laughs) like everything gets more stale or more demented in the 90s yeah like uh, it was just really like uh i i had a fucking like english professor talking about this where he was just like it was just like in the '90s, you had fucking like William Burroughs in movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he just shows up in uh, Drugstore Cowboy. Yeah, uh, he's just in Drugstore <laughs> Cowboy. He has that fucking that track with the uh, uh, Kirk Cobain. Uh, yeah, Kirk that Cobain. VH1 played the uh, the the junkie before Christmas, night before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <thing. laughs> I think it was just like I feel like it's like the first wave of like the hip, the hip dudes who are now kind of running the industry. Oh no. I don't know. No, I, 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 I'm fucking that up. I think it's like after Nirvana came out, 
Hmm. Um, people are like, okay, well, like this authentic shit makes a ton of money. <laughs> well, wait, when did kids come out? Kids, kids? like ninety three. Yeah, that was early. Yeah, so Nirvana, like, uh, when? Well, I guess most like Teen Spirit was that ninety one or ninety two? Ninety one. That was ninety one. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to think like I didn't even have like, cable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have cable either. I I would, but I was a. Uh, my parents were gone all the time, so I was always <laughs> at other people's houses. Oh, okay. And, I, and they had cable. Actually, my favorite thing was um, in elementary school. The year South Park started during the first season, my one friend had a uh, had like one of those personal tape recorders. You know, like kind of like uh, Dale Cooper uses and stuff. Oh, oh not the uh, not the talk boy or whatever. No, it wasn't a talk boy. I had another friend that had those, but my one friend, Son, he would uh, he would tape the episodes of South Park on that, and then we would listen to it during lunch and at recess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember God. being in third grade on the playground, um, right, like, right next to the fucking jungle gym, singing Uncle Fucker. <laughs> and at the time i didn't i didn't understand the sexual connotations of fuck yeah so i thought it was just some guy named uncle fucker <laughs> oh my god it's weird like thinking back to learning about cursors like i remember when i learned about the middle finger like my brother's friend said like you know the middle finger is a bad thing like you can't do that and i was like yeah. it's a fucking finger like who cares that's and then i asked my dad and he's like no you can't do that that's how it's always introduced too i think is like uh like oh this is a bad thing you're like what, what do you mean this this is a bad thing <laughs> yeah Except, uh, like this you remember this the, yeah i remember that and is that even still offensive if nobody does it i don't think i don't i think it's gone out of fashion but i used to do it as a kid a lot because i saw i saw mel brooks do it in Spaceballs, and uh my <laughs> my, my mom saw me just like doing this at the grocery store Looks like her and, spasm. Uh, and she yeah she put the cop it's 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 a fun gesture yeah. I, I think I had a little bit of a different experience when it came to like swear words and stuff because my mom swore and does swear all the time. So I didn't, I like when other kids, I heard that other kids would like get their mouths washed out with soap. And I was just like, that sounds like the weird, like, like when I heard about that, I was just like, I like taste a little bit myself just because I've never experienced it. I was like, that's fucking awful. Like, <laughs> my mom did it to me once, so that was it. And I think she just did it. She's like, I don't fucking know. Maybe this will work. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this in the movies. Yeah, it had to be one of those things because it was not like something she uh, she only did it once. So it had to be something like this is something people talk yeah. about. Maybe it's a thing. I don't know. I think yeah. that's what like I think I that's what my parents, how my parents like did yeah. spanking. Like because I got spanked as a kid. But, oh, me too. Uh, there wasn't like yeah, was there wasn't like passion in it. It wasn't like yeah, like this is my. I think it was just like the, other people do it. Like yeah, this is my, how you. Oh, this is how I you, think my. My right. dad did it up until I was like seven, but like it was a, I think he felt like he had to think and he got to a certain point. He was just like, is, this is, I'm not doing this shit. And my dad couldn't even like, my dad, like the way that they, even like the people who like, like are like pro spanking, they're like, don't do it. And you're angry. Discuss your child. Like my dad couldn't even wait for that. He would be too mad. Like my dad would like stop the fucking car and like, pull me out and like spank me on the side of the road that's so, like my dad too i just remember always being yeah. doing <laughs> my it dad was like mad. And, yeah well i mean so much of it's generational like i know that my grandfather did it a lot yeah with my right. dad. and so like oh yeah 
Yeah, my, my dad was my, like, my, I'm not hitting my kids in the face with objects. I'm a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> my my dad got the shit kicked out of him when he was a kid. So was he in Thailand still? What's that? Was he my in dad, Thailand? Uh, no, my my mom's side is from Thailand. Oh, okay. My dad was born in Indonesia, but no, he moved. Oh, here Indonesia, in right? Yeah. My 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 grandfather, my on on my mom's side though, like the stuff that he dealt with on the dis- disciplinary thing is like. It's fucking grotesque. I mean, my my dad my dad got beat up more at school than at home. He went to fucking Catholic school. The nuns kicked his ass. Yeah, like he used to get beaten for like writing with his left hand. My grandfather did too. They would tie his hand behind his his left hand behind his back. Jesus Christ! I I thought that was like a fake trope. No, it's a serious thing. No, yeah, yeah, you can look at like the left handed rates. They in the twentieth century. Yeah, like increased exponentially. The 60s yeah yeah there's a reason my dad's not catholic anymore yeah i know my grandfather was an alcoholic <laughs> oh so uh, the way i would learn about bad things occasionally it would be like at school and stuff but a lot of times like my grandparents and and somewhat my parents would subscribe to all these like christian christian like magazines like they're, the big one would be like like christianity today of course but then like world magazine and just like all this shit and so like I, I my i wasn't allowed there were things i wasn't allowed to watch or like didn't have cable and didn't have access to but i could read anything i wanted and nobody would say anything so i would read these magazines and i would read about things that christians were outraged about and that's how i would learn about them it would be like like i remember reading an in-depth article about like the effects that south park was having on children i'm like what south park (laughs) publicity is bad publicity yeah this is just porn for them anyway it's like just looking at the oh they like they they like the way it feels they like yeah like wrap the shawl over their fucking shoulders and like and clutch their pearls yeah Yeah. i mean what are the reasons to read about it clutching the pearls is how they you know how they do it so oh yeah i can't even imagine like like I think and then today like anything they hear about like LGBTQ people or anything like that they just they have immediately they have something to be mad at they don't even know what it is or like what the <laughs> what's, what's are. Like, they're just mad about it yeah they have a whole ne- Netflix queue of well I guess Netflix queues aren't a thing anymore but like a whole queue of just the next thing to get mad at Speaking of, I, I goddamn miss what Netflix used to be yeah you remember when they when they had DVDs Yep. I think they that still had, exists technically. They, they, do. An, they technically do. Collection. They still yeah. like I remember they had an amazing collection. Oh yeah, you yeah. could get anything on there. Yeah, it, like out of print shit, like I fucking I would see like like uh like Il Posto and fucking like like stuff that was like stuff that like was not being made anymore. Yeah. So when I and when, they they turned into this this fucking vending machine of bullshit. Yeah, when Netflix came along, I was actually working at Blockbuster, and Me I was too. like Netflix <laughs> coming up and being lives. like, "Ah, well, that's that job." Yeah, did you? Were you working there when they did a uh, Blockbuster online and yes, traded oh my in? God, and they had to make a shill like that shit for people. Yeah, oh. it was just like, what if Netflix, but worse? Yeah, I was only there for three years, but like during the course there, there was Blockbuster online, there was Movie Pass. Yep. Um, the rewards. Uh, at one point, they made us try to upsell people that were renting Fantastic Four 2 with <laughs> the brand new retail copy. 
Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I missed that part. <laughs> um, this is a this is a fucking awesome conversation. I feel like I'm listening to like the war stories of old telephone operators. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I fucking no. love it. I, I like. Well, sorry. Did you guys ever ha- see red boxes? Do they still have those? Yes, I've seen yeah, them. Yeah, we still have them. Yeah, yeah, that's still, still, still plentiful, I think. There's yeah. one in uh there's there's one outside the 7-Eleven near my wife's parents' house in Frederick. <laughs> but I've seen every because every time we pass it, I'm just like, hey, there's that fucking artifact of 2002. Yeah, I don't I was saying I don't think we have a DVD player anymore, but we do have like one on the PS4 or five, I think. Yeah, they all have yeah. them, as long as it's the disc ones. Yeah, I mean, I specifically have a Blu-ray player just because I still buy Blu-rays. I mostly just like the Criterion box sets now of like Agnes Varda or Wong Kar Wai or whatever. But yeah, like I do still like I like if something new comes out, like I'd rather go spend a dollar on it at fucking Redbox. I only, I only trust physical media still. So like, I like, <laughs> I've been watching like I've been I've, I've been using my VCR a lot lately. What I've for? Been, what's that? What for? I've been rewatching Disney movies. I've been rewatching the Disney animated VHS. Movies. The V. On, do you have VHS, the good the clamshell? The clamshell ones. I was gonna ask you the clamshells. The ones that are in the diamonds. I got the masterpiece collections. Yeah. Did you just yeah. buy these? What's that? Did you just buy these? No, I've had I've, I've had most of them since I was a kid. Okay. What's your I, uh, favorite Disney I, movie that you've rewatched? My favorite Disney. Ah, oh, shit. I don't. I I think. I didn't. I I didn't really. I don't think I appreciate it as a kid, but watching it now, Pinocchio is a fucking masterpiece. I, f- I hated it's Pinocchio. A- I still hate Pinocchio. I cannot fucking watch Pinocchio. It the is- fucking donkeys scared the shit out of me. <laughs> exactly. It's, it is, it's a technical fucking marvel. Like, right. It's the second, like, Snow White was the first cell, cell-painted animated feature ever made, right? <laughs> Pinocchio is the second one. And it's like the the like how much they were able to progress filmmaking like, like like animation from snow white to just pinocchio like pinocchio was is an incredible it's a fucking marvel oh i have zero doubt that it's technically yeah, like, and, like, and that's and that's why like I, that's why i'm revisiting these as an adult like because it's just I'm being all fucking lame. Like I'm, I'm like I'm doing the shit that like if I was a kid, I would be like, you, you, you suck watching movies with. Because <laughs> like I'm just like looking at the background paintings and like the way the characters are animated and stuff. Those were so cool. I mean, like Popeye and stuff too. Those were always like really great looking. I fucking love Popeye. Yeah, Popeye's non-binary. Popeye. <laughs> really? Yeah. They announced was- it on Twitter like last year. They, no, they did. That sounds like no. made up. No, they, he's non-binary. Who's 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 they announced it? EC Comics, like so <laughs> Nimble Theater. Who owns it? Popeye, Popeye uh, Twitter account that posts as Popeye. Who who does that? <laughs> I thought Popeye was retired from like existence. I, I thought Robin Williams put that shit in the grave. <laughs> no, no, they um, still have Popeye spinach that you can buy at the store if you like canned spinach, which is literally the worst way to eat spinach. So that is so that's who's running the the because I don't know what like what other capacity Popeye is in now. Yeah, I don't know if he's like public domain or what at this. I mean, point. none of that shit's public domain. They've like I think after It's a Wonderful Life, that kind of stopped anything <laughs> from going into the public domain. Right. Well. Except for uh, what was that movie, uh, Night of Living Dead? That's like the last. Oh yeah. You can use non-Disney Winnie the Pooh now. That's in public domain. Yep. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yep. That was. Oh, the so that's movie. how they're doing it now. But that was like such a big story because that was the only one in the last like 15 let years. Me, let's yeah. see. Uh, here's, well, a new, uh, public, here's a new like Mickey Mouse tape that I got. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a knockoff, obviously. And you can see the. You can see the Mickey Mouse right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says it says in the back. It's the color a cartoon? Figure oh, represented cartoon. on the front of this box is taken directly from the actual public domain. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Mickey? Because I did Mickey Mouse enter public domain at one point, and then they? No, like, I don't think so. They still oh. definitely own it. I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's an it's a definite. I feel like this is like when you go far away enough from the design where like then it's okay. I feel like if anybody has like any uh like character has towed that line, it's Mickey Mouse. I feel like there's a definite like you can't I feel like Disney single handedly like sets copyright law in America. Oh they do. It's oh, like yeah. a known thing. That's what they always talk about is how like uh you always know when the copyright laws are gonna change again when Mickey Mouse is gonna go into the public domain. I well I will say I am constantly fascinated by other, I, I want to say other countries, but really it's just China that give zero fucks <laughs> about copyright or trademark. Like that they'll just just blatantly rip some shit off and just give no fucks whatsoever. And every time I see it, I'm just like, I'm so fascinated. Yeah. Every I incarnation. Know. I don't know where I land on copyright ultimately. Yeah. Like All a- I know is I kind of the one positive of how it exists is that when you have another country that just gets weird as shit with it because they don't care. Like, yeah. it's just like, you, you look at the theme parks, some of the amusement parks in China and like, some of them are like such obvious ripoffs and they built like an entire fucking world of Warcraft <laughs> theme park. That's it's, really? like, <laughs> it's, like, it, it, it's always, it, it rests in this weird uncanny Valley, all of these things where they're like, 95% of the way there and you're always just like the only the other 5% is just down to cultural differences like them they, they didn't have to change anything they just decided to change a few things and it just makes it weird in the most delicious sort of way that's so interesting I had no idea that existed to that extent oh yeah it's insane the the degree to which because China just just refuses to respect any sort of copyright or trademark and in some ways honestly good for them it's really fucking advantage fuck you yeah Yeah. i mean like i don't really know how much benefit there is to copyright honestly beyond a certain extent i i feel like disney sued a daycare once for painting they did do that yes disney characters on the wall I get nervous every time I pass by all the daycares in my area that have like Disney character and Nickelodeon characters. I feel like at some point somebody's just going to be an asshole and like yeah. call up these lawyers. Who does that? Well, there Who was that one kid's that? great tombstone that had Spider Man on it and Disney sued him. Sued the <laughs> I remember that. Like, Disney, Walt Disney was one of the first people to participate in the uh, House on American fucking. Like, oh, of course he was. Oh, yeah, like, yeah he, was one of the, he was one of the first because he was. He, he thought they were all Jews, so he's like, "We got to get rid of them." There was a 1941 anti- uh, animator strike. Oh. And um, yeah, like so, he became a fucking like piece of shit real quick. Not right. that he, I don't know if he, if he was before. He probably was, but like that was like that. Those are his loyalties. So of course, the like the company itself is going to follow that. 
Robert Smigel had a great uh, TV funhouse about the Disney vault on Saturday Night Live once that I don't think aired after the first time. (laughs) What's UAC? It's the House on American Affairs something or other. Wait, Disney ratted out animators for being communists? Sure, they were union rousers. They had to go. I heard he was anti-semantic. Semitic. Look, why don't we go watch another sequel? I've never heard of this one. Song of the South. Oh, nobody wants to see that one anymore. How bad could it be? It's the very original version that he only played at parties. Zip ba da doo da, zip ba Negroes are inferior in every way. Why it's so much cleaner? Wow. That's what I wow. say. Look, he was who he was. Take the good with the bad. He created me. Think of all the laughs I've given you. You're supposed to be funny. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's this? This song's this song, uh, song of the South or whatever it's called. And they're like, no, like just put that one aside. <laughs> well, but that was that would have been the era before they realized, before they looked at Dumbo and went, ooh. Mm, Dumbo is worse than Song I, I of the say, South. I will say, I, I just revisited Dumbo. I was gonna ask because when I was seven, I fucking loved that song. I loved that too. I will say Tom Ross' favorite movie. He did like an entire album dedicated to Dumbo. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Dumbo. Like, they're like the crows are definitely stereotypical. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not like a great like portrayal. It's not a super humanizing portrayal. (laughs) But it's not like. It's not like the songs. It's not like songs of the South. It's not like a lot of things that are like blatant, like definitely racist in that. Like it doesn't denigrate anybody. Is it like the Chuck Jones jazz cartoon? It's kind of yeah. It's more like like you know the uh, like the way that they banter. It's not unlike backtalk from like Cab Calloway or something. You know, right? Like um, it wasn't a like the crows themselves. Cartoon. They're like besides Dumbo and I guess the mouse and the mom. They're really the only respectable characters. Yeah, I'm not. That's that's not a. That's well, not a joke. Like all the other characters are portrayed as like as lazy and selfish. The crows themselves, they're the only father figures, they're the only mentors of Dumbo. They they teach him to fly. They're the only ones who are actually free. Everybody else that you see in this show or in the in the movie are like you know they're they're very profit motivated or they're like you know or they're kind of callous and manipulative yeah it's it's a weird sort of racism that i feel like you could only get in the era when it was created where it's like these are absolutely caricatures and stereotypes but they're also the characters are also very heroic it's entirely dated but it's like to me the portrayal reminds me more of like hattie mcdaniels and gone with the wind yeah like definitely a dated portrayal but it's not it's it's not the best they had then too yeah, yeah. It's not, it's <laughs> the best they had i mean at least in hollywood at the time i would ever like condone but like so to go back and understand it it's like as a as a portrayal it's not at nearly as mean-spirited as like something like even like aladdin aladdin's way more racist than which, is, which is which is which is a problem for me because that one is my favorite. I fucking oh, Aladdin, oh, yeah, I just I rewatched that one too. Like the music end. fucking slaps. It's so good. Yeah. The problem is like I think the problem with Aladdin is like a lot of like the racist elements to it probably didn't necessarily need to be played up that way. No, they didn't. 
like you know i don't think aladdin would have gotten made post 9-11 you mean with them as her being heroic yeah i I I think aladdin would have been different they would have just they would have made aladdin uh like from Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's in the Marines. Yeah. I want to see the first the Disney fairy tale set in Northern Florida. <laughs> you know what's oh. fucked up in Dumbo is the pink elephant scene. That scene That's is why that I is... fucking bought it. Like it's the best. It's it's the like. That's like all I remember, really. <laughs> I'm a big, you know, because like I got I got re uh, re interested in Disney just as like a teenager from just a lot of drug use so <laughs> like i've been like tracking like like you know what are like the most psychedelic disney like disney movies of all time you know and i think like dumbo as from as far as i can tell dumbo is the only one that is uh literally psychedelic yeah it is like there aren't any like he, it's an actual drug trip what about that, that sequence that sequence uh, visually has shit, but but the the pink elephants on parade is the only like a character is literally getting oh that's what I mean and has a hallucination you okay. can you can draw a through line between my favorite animated movies when I was young because it was like that mm. and Yellow Submarine was the other one yeah yeah and that's kind of like yeah those those things I feel like that just kind of culminated in the nineties every fucking animated thing in the nineties was true. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna tell you, I've never experienced it. I'm gonna tell you other things that I think would be Disney things that would be good on drugs. One, uh, there's like the heffalumps and woozles scene. Absolutely. And uh, and, uh, and then two, yeah. like maybe maybe not all of Fantasia, but a lot of Fantasia. Oh, yeah. I would say all of Fantasia. I would say all of Fantasia is because I watched Fantasia high. But then you you <laughs> end on that creepy satanic That's one. The best, no, but you don't end on that one. You oh, end you go, on Maria. Okay. Which, which is how it and the thing about the thing, the thing about the 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 Chernobog scene it's fun as shit like it's like because all they're doing is fucking dancing and then you see full-on nipples in that scene you do yeah wait so animated or also a good high no thing. real nipples like go re-watch night on bald mountain from fantasia it's like full-on nipples i don't know if they'll like have it on youtube probably not but like you think it was fantasia was not supposed to be necessarily for children it was um they build it as a concert like yeah. an animated concert like you actually had to like they would do two showings a day like at the theater and you would go like an event you know it was supposed to uh, yeah it was like an i don't think it was like um i mean like you know an, like animated show like movies for children weren't really like a thing yet so well i mean they didn't really disney didn't really become disney i think as far as like ironing out all of the anything that could have this weird connotations and flavors to it until the 90s revival because you had like fucking like a, most of those early movies had at least a sequence in it that was like like i mean like the wizard duel in sword in the stone like watch that well high that will fuck you up yeah that's a good one the one that uh, the, like alice in wonderland is an obvious one. Oh but yeah the, the one that that people don't give credit to enough is the three caballeros I've never actually seen that one. The, the the ending sequence in the Three Caballeros is basically just a a a huge like a long hallucination that Donald Duck has. Oh, is that the one where Donald Duck and other birds are are yeah, Jose, uh, Carioca, and okay. uh, uh, Panchito Pistola? It's, it's one. It, it was one of the uh, the package films that Disney did in the '40s because like 
they like half of their studio is conscripted to make propaganda for yeah. uh, during, for the war effort. So the other half just made shorts and they would just package the shorts and then release them. They didn't do a full length feature between Bambi and Cinderella, I think, because Bambi was like 1941 and Bambi and Cinderella was 1950. I always forget how old these were. Or whatever was just yeah, Snow White was like what 39? When was Snow White? Yeah. 31. Yeah. yeah. They all felt so modern in the nineties. Like I had no idea that they weren't because like I like Aladdin and Lion King came out. I was like, oh, these are the other ones that also just came yes. out not long ago. I'm like, I'm looking at it recently, like with new eyes, and I'm like, holy shit, like uh so this is the chrono like the, the chronology of it. I didn't I didn't fucking pay attention to that as a kid, but yeah. I didn't realize that like like Sleeping Beauty was made in nineteen fifty-nine after Cinderella, Peter Pan. Uh, fucking! Hmm. It was like right before Wonder Woman Dimensions. I thought it was like one of the first ones. Yeah, Wonder- I think the Peter Pan has the most racist scene of any Disney movie. Oh, what the the Tiger Lily? Or the just the, oh, the, the-, the what makes the red man red? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not. It's, it's yeah, real not, rough. Good look. Yeah. So when did Aristocat Aristocats come out? Because they have the uh, the scene of the Siamese cat with the. No, that's the Fox and the Hound. I'm not Fox Out. Lady in the Tramp. That's Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, Lady in the Tramp. They have no, they Aristocats have has one too. The Aristocats, they they I even know the lyrics because I watch I was a cat person, so they I watched the, the things that like. uh, the Paul Winchell, the 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 Asian cat. Yeah, and it's it's playing the piano with uh chopsticks. Chop yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but the Siamese cats, the the really racist yeah. ones. We are Siamese if you please. We are Siamese <laughs> if you please. Which was uh <laughs> Voice and those characters were bad. They were trying to kill a baby. Yeah, that no, was no, they weren't. They, the The rat was trying to kill the baby. The, the <laughs> cats were trying to uh, kill the goldfish. Kill the fish. Um, oh, Red is now just an expert on all these Disney. <laughs> I I literally just saw these like last past. Week. <laughs> it's just so funny, like watching you correct everybody endlessly. What's that? I'm it's sorry. Funny watching you correct everybody. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just funny. No, you just have this encyclopedic like, knowledge of Disney films now. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, just just suddenly, I'm I'm taking a fucking breather from that goddamn book. So, okay, I have to fill my time somehow. But yeah, this is how I do it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's that's the fucking really that's that's the more racist one. I think it's pretty. I think I, maybe maybe just because like. I, I have a I love Paul Winchell, the the voice of the the racist cat in <laughs> Cats, because he also did Tigger, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> one hundred and one no. Dalmatians is the one I definitely watched it a lot as a kid, and it was just like I, that one I could not. I know it's people have talked about it a lot, but I still can't get over they made a fucking villain origin story for that one of all the fucking Disney movies. Brandon, it's do you know like the a challenge? Awesome Brandon, Brandon, yes. Brandon, do you know the villain origin story that they made up for Cruella? Yeah, no. it's wild. It's a punk rock. <laughs> like was she like work for Malcolm McLaren or something? No, like I'm going to tell you the the reason that Cruella hates Dalmatians. This mm-hmm. is real, and some people like. Love this movie for some reason, and Disney was like, "This is a perfectly acceptable plot." Is that it's these like two care. mean Dalmatian dogs pushed Cruella's parents over a cliff when she was a kid? Like it's a hundred percent. That is that is the exact scene. Wait. There's no nothing else to it. That's it. The feels whole like one of the series is made for twenty years after it's released, <laughs> like to be watched ironically. 
Why would she want to wear them then? The, the first time I heard... You can't well, wear parents. The, the time when I heard that they were making a Cruella movie, I thought it was a bit. And the time when I heard the description of that, I was positive that someone was doing a fucking bit on Reddit. And then the movie came out and it was like, no, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah no, I think, uh, I think that's probably how it was made. It was just somebody's like... I, I imagine somebody like had just like a list of things like here, here's all the people we want to make movies about. And somebody was like, I, I will write the dumbest fucking concept for this. I don't, I don't like, anymore, but I, I still like to think that most movie executives are just ripping fat ass lines of cocaine and just be like, Oh yeah. Fucking Cruella. Like, I think they just have Excel lists. Of, I, mean, I think it's more like Roger Corman, like having, or, maybe not Roger Corman, but like Asylum Pictures, like they make the poster and then they tell, they hire somebody to make a movie based on that poster. Yeah. I think that's like where these are coming from. Well, like you, nobody's like spending their entire life, like waiting to make this Cruella film. It's no, just, I, here's a list of characters. I've been, like I've been, I've been going through, like I've been looking at Disney history and in the, in like the late eighties to the nineties when, uh, Michael, uh, Eisner? was the CEO. Yeah. Um, a lot of the ways, cause you know, cause this was like right after, you know, Walt Disney had died. The company had been making more or less crap for about 20 years since the 70s onward. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were they were trying. They were like Don Bluth had left and started Bluth Studios and did Land Before Time and all this like, um, like oh wow money making shit. Yeah, and and took a bunch of Disney animators with them. So mm-hmm. the studio was like, I, I think they were kind of at the point where like maybe we should not do animation anymore because it's expensive. So this is around the time where like they like Jeffrey Katzenberg, I think who was like one of the the major, he was like the, the big fucking producer or whatever. I don't fucking know there. Like basically the way they pitched movies at that time was they were called gong show pitches. <laughs> so like you basically just went up and went like Treasure Island in space. <laughs> they went like yes they like they fucking like caesared it like yes or no i know the story behind like, that one that they were pitching it for fucking 20 years before they finally got to make treasure exactly Planet. yeah that was one of the that was like that was the one like i think like right after uh i want to say lion king or something or like, uh, it was like it was after little mermaid it was really early it was, it was that's right yeah it was a little mermaid yeah i think i think little mermaid was also pitched like that and they're like nah because they just came out with uh Splash, which is you know a classic, as everybody knows. Yeah, <laughs> censored. Huh? That they've now censored. Mm. I will say the movie, the the animated movie that I am the most interested in. For just when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Wait, are you fucking kidding me? They're doing this?" Was and Jen's tweet about Roger Rabbit made me think of this. Have you guys seen the trailer for the new fucking Rescue Rangers movie? What's Rangers? they're doing live action and like the 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 pretense is that fucking chip and dale were movie stars uh, back in the 80s and are now like animated in a live action world and it's like shit. they're they're like has-beens huh i feel like it's fucking weird this. like i don't know i don't know if it's gonna be good i don't know if it's gonna be good but when was the last time we saw that cool world or roger rabbit like half live action half animated like 2D um, animated? Yeah, that doesn't happen. Well, no, like, like, well, actually, there's there's a joke about that. Like, oh, wait, they're actually the, 2D? Chip, Chip is still 2D, but Dale had like the 3D treatment, so he's had like plastic surgery, so now he's computer animated. Oh, so it's, it's like super funny. meta. Yeah, it's super meta, and it's one of those like maybe it'll be shit, but 
I at least when I saw that, I was like, I 100% did not expect I, him to do I, this. I, fucking... I, mean, I got high and watched the oven in the show. I get, I get high and watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, why not? I've done that with with uh, with with Fast and Furious movies, man. Like, I mean, Roger Rabbit's just such a fucking classic. I just saw that one fucking yesterday. That one's That's great. So that one's so oh. fucking good. Such so, like, movie. I got there was somebody on Twitter. There's a theory where they said online where they say Roger Rabbit is the ultimate asexual icon, and I tweeted, "Not so fast." I am a hundred percent. I mean, you can't tell because it's a PG movie, but I am pretty fucking sure that Roger Rabbit fucks. Roger I, Rabbit is is the original. She let me hit it because I'm goofy. Meme. <laughs> Isn't yeah. Jessica Rabbit somehow related to him by it's sex? It's his wife. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're married. Jessica Rabbit is not asexual. Yeah. Um, there's no way that she would she would be that devoted to Roger. Yeah, I mean, either either she's fucking around or and they're poly, or he's not asexual. Oh, he's absolutely laying the pipe. Here's an interesting thing: is like uh, I was rewatching it yesterday. Um, when you first see Jessica Rabbit, because Bob Hoskins, you know his character, he goes into the the club and he's waiting because he thinks that she's a rabbit, right? So he's waiting for her to come on. <laughs> he, she comes on, and Betty Boop is the wait. She's the the waitress there, and Betty Boop says. Like uh, uh, Bob Hoskins, he's like, she's married to Roger Rabbit, and Betty Boop goes, yeah, what a lucky gal. <laughs> so Roger Roger Rabbit is, as far as I can tell, a tuned sex symbol. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, hundred percent. It is that that like. Yeah. I, yeah, I, no. I feel like he's more like you know. Like uh, like Joe Frazier or something, you know, He's, like uh, the fucking, just, you know, black boxer with all the white women making a big stink. Just because somebody has suspenders and a bow tie doesn't mean they're asexual. <laughs> yeah, Jessica, like yeah, like Jessica Rabbit would not be nearly as devoted to Roger Rabbit if he is not given the good date like all the time. I just I don't, I don't even know why people need to post stuff like that. Like, like I'm just so exhausted by trying to psychoanalyze every character in my life. I don't know. People. Jen and I have spent years sending each other the most annoying shit in that vein that we can find online. Whenever they come up with a new sexuality oh, or something, or like what really gets me is the is I think I discussed this with Brandon and Rob is when people talk about uh, pol- platonic polyamorous. Oh God! <laughs> oh right, I got That's in trouble. Pat podcast. I got in Ro- trouble. On the uh, Pittsburgh polyamory Facebook group, because I was like, "This isn't a fucking thing," and people got so mad. <laughs> I mean, what is their defense? The, is it romantic? Like the the idea is, well, friendship doesn't doesn't convey the importance of these relationships to me, and I'm like, "Well, okay, so best friendship." Like, well, that doesn't do. It. I'm like. Just use fucking life partner. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But they're like, well, but that that doesn't like. Well, what's wrong with using platonic polyamory? I'm like, why don't? Because it's not. It's not. It's, ugh, fuck. Saying it's like 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 oh, you're like you're you're my bestest best 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 friend, man. It is kind of like that. Yeah. Like, it's, so I guess it's like, like maybe it was like a semantic thing to try to convey like. But it's just always popular language. Yeah. That's also like. Just maybe fucking update your idea of friendship. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> like maybe yeah, the problem's like, not the word. Maybe the problem's you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. They're, they're I like, feel that way to my friends. Like they're, they're stuck on this outdated notion that like because society always viewed friendship as lesser like decades ago, that now we still have to do that. It's like no friend friendship can be viewed as really significant and important and crucial. You don't need a totally new yeah. nonsensical term to to account for that. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of historical. I can't name any off the top of my head, but I feel like there's a lot of stories throughout history of like best friends, like, you know, like, like and Jim on each other's penises and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Modern historians always have to like, like, well, dumber modern historians always have to be stopped by like, Oh, the the correct historians because they're like oh well these men slept together in a bed so did fucking that was fucking happening constantly yeah everybody all the time that's a whole thing and maybe once or twice but you know things happen like (laughs) if you read a gay new york uh it talks about uh homosexuality in new york at the turn of the 20th century and it's like completely alien to how we conceive uh gayness now like yeah the culture uh, didn't spring up till later yeah like there was no sexual binary i mean like if you had sex with a guy and you were on top you were still considered heterosexual it's like if you if you're on the bottom then you're a little fairy and you're fucked but uh but like yeah like they use the term fairy repeatedly they talk about the third sexers um the people that exclusive like the men that exclusively slept with men and you would have like like green jackets and red ties like um, but they were called third sexers like they weren't considered man or woman because they had sex because they were men that had sex with men like we always act like every like all of history is the same as it was in the 1950s but like everything has just been changing so drastically that does seem to be the weird inflection point that we're stuck on yeah yeah, like it's the uh, the invention that the advent of TV has just defined our understanding of history. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I think it's. I th- yeah, I think a lot of it is also like the you know the trappings of nostalgia too. You know, right? Fabricated understanding of the past as being somehow like the correct way, or the repressed way, like that everything was always worse in the past for everybody that wasn't yeah. a white guy or something. Yeah. What's the name of the director that does like American Horror Story and did Glee and everything? Ryan something. Ryan, yeah. I don't remember his last name. He did a whole series on like what if Hollywood had been gay? And it was just like what? they had like what? they had like yeah, they were like they were like they had like woke hollywood from like the 1900s where they had like trans like trans hollywood stars and gay and lesbian like i mean has he not seen a film by uh ernst lubich i i thought that like even more mainstream stuff i thought that that like the reason he was the reason we all loved him so much uh that we all loved Cary grant so much is because he was so obviously gay yeah and rock hudson i mean like they played like the macho characters ultimately to some extent but yeah i mean like all of hollywood was gay or or like uh or they were charlie chaplin uh fucking 13 year olds that look like his (laughs) ex-wife yeah there's like you don't people don't know that enough i think like the fucked up chaplin stuff 
Well, I mean, all of it's fucked up. Like, just all yeah. of Hollywood was a fucking mess. I mean, just you still hear like new stories about like even in the forties and fifties, like about uh, uh who's the one guy that just died and the woman's like, yeah, he raped me. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Hollywood. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! I know who you're talking about, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Oh shit! No, I don't know any stories about him. I don't know why my my mind went immediately to Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Well, Fatty Arbuckle, of course, is the he coke killed bottle. That woman. Yeah, yeah, he killed that fucking yeah. woman. Yeah. And uh, who, who, who was? I thought it? that one was. I thought that one was. Kirk Douglas raped Natalie Wood, and Natalie Wood told her sister about it, and they were like, "You can't tell anybody." Didn't he kill Natalie Wood or something? No, that was uh, Christopher Walken. Walken. No, Christopher Walken didn't do anything, did he? He was. He was on the boat. He was on the he boat. Was? Yeah. He was yeah, on he the was boat. boat. Okay. Okay. He was on the boat, and let's be fair. He's Christopher Walken. Yeah, so, I met Christopher Walken once. He's, I don't know. I was in the you pool. Think that he would keep a lifelong <laughs> secret about yeah, about a, someone throwing their wife overboard. That would be a fucked up thing to live with your entire life. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, probably. But you know, they're also actors, so I don't you know. think that's why he talks like that. Just like <laughs> the trauma, just because his brain is trying to get out the words i killed natalie wood yeah (laughs) um yeah fatty arbuckle i don't know i i've I've heard like uh what's that guy i Uh, i thought that the fatty arbuckle story was one of the ones that was like that was debunked like the same as the the sam story how like the person who fucking murdered him accused him of like attempted rape and it was just like no I actually have I, I've heard I've heard conflicting things. I think it's I think it's one of those where it's difficult to pinpoint. It's like she is dead. Yeah, yeah. and but like the idea, I don't know. Like, I the the book I Fatty. I can't remember the author's name, but he uh, it's a fictionalized telling of Fatty Arbuckle's life, and he paints him as basically asexual his entire life. And I have no idea if that's true, and that like he had never had sex before that night. And what he claims in this book, I have no idea if he's basing this on anything. It's that he heard if a woman passes out and won't wake up, that you take like a piece of ice and put it against her vagina to wake her up. That and is that's, that, that's actually a uh, something that you do for somebody who's overdosing. You, oh, maybe that's what it was. Because yeah, that's you stick ice up their asshole. Oh, and that's but yeah, that's why that's why in the book they say he took. He grabs the uh, Coke bottle because it was on. It was cold, right? And he was trying to do that. I have no. I I don't is know. It, is there a, a really category tr- for longest conversation of Fatty Arbuckle in the New Millennium? <laughs> I mean, I would probably still go to the WTF episode where I heard this book talked about. But <laughs> <laughs> is Fatty Arbuckle the reason that they have like child acting laws to be ca- like your? child salary laws like so that your parents can't steal all your money as a child actor i if he was a child actor too there was some no he was a he's a a vaudeville actor okay same with like the marsh brothers and chaplin and keaton there was there's one old old time hollywood actor who like his parents like he was a big child star and then his parents just took all of his money and like left him pinned Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks very well in silent, I think. God. 
Um, I don't know what you have to do to like get uh, what is it that like gets divorced from your I forgot what you call it emancipation emancipated from your parents there have been a couple of actors who did Gina Malone did when she was a teenager huh I feel like I remember others too yeah yeah there were definitely others like I'm sure I now I want to google this because I know there have been a bunch I feel like what mostly what it takes is money, how lucrative, because like that's pretty much the always the main issue, right? Oh, yeah. You have the psychotic parents leeching. Oh, shit. Okay. So Macaulay Culkin did. Right. Um, Ariel Winter did uh, Modern Family. And here's the one that really surprised me. Apparently, Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Really? From really? From uh, what's his name? (laughs) The famous actor? John Barrymore? Yeah. No, John Barrymore was the grandfather, right? Oh, it was? I think John Barrymore was a grandfather. So. Well, did her parents not do anything? Uh, her dad might have just been like a fucking rich kid. Her parents yeah. apparently sucked. Like that's huh. that's just what it's, it's like, saying, basically. Even before John Barrymore, like the Barrymores have been part of Holly like entertainment in, in America for a long time. Lionel Barrymore was like on stage. Yeah, like yeah. like in the vaudeville era. Like they they a long, long legacy. And then just Drew Barrymore's dad was like a fail son that just leached off her or something. Yeah, like, it. like every generation preceding him was successful, but like they they do have they they do have roots. Oh, you know who else did was fucking, and this explains a lot about his life after this is Corey Feldman. Yes, mm. he was in the Fox and the Hound. <laughs> <laughs> He's another one. Bring it back to Disney. Yeah. Fox and the Hound is kind of I watched that one a lot as a kid and like in retrospect that was fucking dark. It's not it's not, it's not a light movie at all. That one is like Bluth level dark. Yeah, if it's not if it's not bumming you the fuck out or scaring you, it's it's boring you. So like there's no high point in that movie. It really is not in that movie. <laughs> They don't even have good. I don't even think they have any songs. Much. Yeah. No, there aren't any. They have. They have. Uh, when you're the best of friends by Pearl Bailey. Pearl Bailey oh. sings songs in it, and that's mostly it. But it's kind of like Disney's Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to watch this now because I have no memory of it. Like, a lot of like honestly, it's a little bit boring. And yeah. It, and, the swamp is my world. It is who I am. It is what I am. I was once a man. I know the evil men do. Do not bring your evil here. I warn you. Beware the wrath of Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs>